0: Well, we're glad that you made time for us today, and we're really excited about you being um, here in Northwest Arkansas coming up next week.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. That's the first night of the tour, actually. Um, It's something we've been, I don't know, really dreaming about for a long, long time, which is going out and really just focusing on something that God has put in our hearts, you know, this idea that it's okay when we're not okay, um, as long as we're trusting and hoping in Him. So I have no idea what to expect. I know that it's going to be rowdy and messy and we're going to laugh and cry and jump and sing and shout, but I know that it's going to be beautiful. You know, Mm -hmm. I I really, really believe that, Carrie, you know. Mm.
0: Well, we're excited about it. I was just listening to um, the new song, Maybe It's Okay, and – you know, I know you write from a place of authenticity. You know, the songs that show up on your yeah. albums um, are things that yeah. you've walked through, um, or that your band has walked through. So, where did where did this yeah. kind of get birthed out of this? Maybe it's okay idea.
1: Yeah, well, there's two things. I think the first major part of it is this idea that a lot of the time in my life, you know, I try and present a side of me that I think people will be okay with. You know, so I hide hide a lot of the things in me that I feel that people will be it will reject or push away, you know. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm I'm tired of trying to be perfect, tired of trying to hold it all together. And God never really wanted that from me or you carry he just wanted us to be us, you know, um and trust him in that. So I wrote the song primarily for people like me and and family who have mental health issues. You know people who are struggling with anxiety or loneliness, or depression, or suicide ideation, you know, relational difficulties, I wrote it for them to say, you know what, quit beating yourself up. You don't have to be perfect. You don't even have to be strong. You just have to admit who you are, where you are, and trust that that's okay, that that's all right. Because the one who holds stars, you know, God, Father, is holding our whole life. you know. So it's really just a song saying it's okay to be broken. It's okay to be messy. And I find great hope in that. You know, someone said to me recently, oh, you can't really say that. And I was like, why? They said, because then you're going to admit that you're broken. And I'm like, that's the whole point of this thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Jesus said, I've come for the sick because they know they need a doctor. And every day I'm sick. And that's why his mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been the most freeing song we've ever done. Very like, And when we play it live, you know, say it till next week. Um you'll see it before the second chorus people will be singing every word because it's their song you know already and it hasn't even been released anywhere
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, i couldn't be more excited to you know to be there
0: Mm. you know you say you know that this is all of our songs and i think you're so right we all hunger for um a place where we can say i'm not okay and i know that Jesus' intention was that the church would be that place, that it would be a place where broken people could come together and tell one oh. another, I'm not okay. And it feels like yeah. a lot of times the church is the last place we feel safe doing that. Why do you think that is?
1: <laughs> I think it's just insecurity. Mm. you know. And two things. One it's insecurity you know? in like us. How many times have you gone to church on a Sunday morning and just felt? Has- wretched walking up to the door but once you get through the door you put the smile on mm-hmm. you know and um, and i think so part of it is insecurity in us we don't want to admit that we're a mess because we feel if we do everything will fall apart which is not th- not true that's where healing starts and the second part is this insecurity and in who the father is we have had this idea that maybe god isn't as loving as he says he is maybe he's not as kind maybe he's not as faithful And the scriptures don't bear testament to that. But you remember the story of the woman crawling on her hands and knees through the dirt and the muck and the feces of the ground just to get to Jesus because she'd been bleeding for 12 years? Mm -hmm. She had all the hang-ups in the world. Wasn't clean, wasn't good enough. Society rejected her. But she knew that if she could just get to Jesus, that something would happen. And when she touched the hem of his garment, he perceived power had went out of her, and she was made well. See, Jesus has this ability to take us from places of shame to places of honor, but we're just not so sure, because we have a society that tells us keep it together, be strong, pray more, read more, take more meds, do more, do more, do more. And Jesus just says, relax, rest, wait. Mm -hmm. And for me, the realization that maybe it's okay if I'm not okay, that has set me free in areas of my life you would have no idea. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's incredible.
0: Yeah. So have you found as someone who, because of your music and because of We Are Messengers, you are recognizable, people look up to you as a spiritual leader? Yeah. And when you get up and say, I'm not okay, how have you seen that impacting other people's lives?
1: Yeah. People say that, you know, we are masters or me or whatever. They say that one of the most wonderful compliments we get is that we're honest and we're authentic. And uh, it's really hard to be honest and authentic in what we do because you risk your career falling apart.
0: Mm.
1: But I really don't care anymore, Terry, about my career. You know, I only care about what the Lord has set before me and the people he has put in our path. And I've realized that if I don't admit to my brokenness, that no one else is getting well at our shows. And so every night we'll say something completely different to every single room. Like Fayetteville, whatever we say to Fayetteville will never be said anywhere ever again. Mm. We might even play the same songs because we're trusting that what we have is enough. Mm -hmm. And so the overwhelming reaction I get from people is, uh, is that you give me permission to feel the things I didn't think I could. And
0: that's the key. Mm. Well, it is going to be an incredible night and we are looking forward to it. Um, Every time we get an opportunity to be with you, I am just amazed with how much ministry takes place Um, and fun as well. And, you know, you guys have great fun (laughs) songs, but in the midst of that fun and in that celebration, there's always a lot of ministry that takes place as well, um, which we are really looking forward to. Um, so yeah. real quick, before I let you go, I have to ask you about something I saw on um, your Facebook page just recently. You guys just uh-huh. had a really cool thing happen in your family. You got to baptize a couple of your kiddos.
1: <laughs> oh, it was amazing. You know, uh, I've missed most Sundays at church for the past you know, three years. And finally a Sunday came up when they were doing baptism Sunday and I was at home. And so two of my older three, older four kids wanted to be baptized. And so me and my wife were standing over the baptismal tank. I asked that I do it. You know, I wanted to baptize my own children. pastor was cool with that. And I was trying to hold it together. But all I could say over my son was I just said, listen, you know, Elijah, man, dad don't always get it right. So it's a miracle that you have come to Jesus. And it's even a greater miracle that the son of an evangelist would fall in love with God. And as he put his head under that water, I remember thinking, if nothing else could ever happen, then this is enough, you know? And my, uh, my little girl, too, I've never seen someone more excited to be baptized. And so it was one of the most incredible mornings for a father who, and, and here, listen, when we're talking about honesty, I feel like I'm messing up being a daddy so often, you know? Mm-hmm. he has gone so much. You know, I'm short-tempered when I don't need to be short-tempered. And then I see moments like this, and I go, oh, my goodness, God actually is fathering my kids when I'm not. And even when I am, he's still fathering them. And it's this huge burden that we carry, this idea that we're responsible for everyone's salvation. We're really not. We're only responsible for loving those in front of us, or right now even on the phone, like me and you, Terry. I'm only responsible for letting you know that you're loved, that you're cherished. That you're a choice one. I'm not responsible for your soul. The Father is, the Son, the Holy Spirit is. All I'm responsible is for loving the people in front of me. And if I do that, I can be certain that He's taking care of the rest.
0: Mm. Well, and it was some beautiful pictures. Uh, you guys can check those out on or Messenger's Instagram and Facebook page. Um, you are right. There is nothing like seeing that light in our kids' eyes when we realize they get it. Yeah. They understand the gospel. And that's truly the coolest thing.
1: Amen. Absolutely. Hmm.
0: Well, Darren, thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning. We are so looking forward to being with you guys um, on the Maybe It's Okay tour. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of us that are gathered together um, celebrating the fact that we don't have to be okay.
1: Come on. That's amazing. Mm. That's what I want from this from this from this song, Carrie. You know, I think this song is a game changer. It's going to set, like, millions of people free. I really believe that. Mm. Um, more so than I ever have about anything we've done. So anyway, thank you for loving us. We love you guys very much.
0: All right. We can't wait to see you guys next week.
1: All right. Be good, Carrie. Thank
0: you. Thanks, Darren. Really appreciate it.